0: Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal episode, Real Deal episode, the Real Deal podcast. Yeah, it's, it's late, it's late on the East Coast. I'm your host, Real General Quinn, episode 867 of uh, the hit series and in its final season, Snowfall, season 6, episode 6, titled Concrete Jungle. Um, This recording will be uh, late, uh, coming in a little late. So we'll be we'll be a little bit behind, but we'll be all right. You'll be all right. Get this early Friday, uh Friday morning. This was an episode that was like the first damn episode. Uh we knew this we knew that this was coming. There will be a series of deaths of major characters in this uh for this show. This Jerome would not be the first, not even close to being the first. Um themes The Money Ain't Worth It. That was, of course, echoed by one You know the late Jerome Saint Saint as he got into it with Louis, over the course of this episode. We'll flush that scene out. So that was the theme: the money ain't worth it. And you know all these characters will soon find out soon enough. Some of them, you know, before it's too late, that the money ain't the money simply ain't worth it. Let's get right. Let's get right into it. Um, Deep dive Jerome Saint. Of course, his character was killed off last night. Uh, Well, before we get to that, let me. Get you get you the uh, the episode kind of recap here. Teddy scrambles to protect his family. Veronique's mom fails to get her out of the game. Kane finally catches up with Louie. Teddy Mac gives Ruben an ultimatum. Franklin and Gustavo 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 discuss the future, and tragedy strikes. Of course, the Saint family. Uh, and of course, the death. Uh, Jerome Saint at the hands of one king when of course they shot each other out in that kind of that that square off. Uh, Jerome sacrifices, excuse me, in essence, sacrificed his life for one uh, Louis, his wife. His wife. Um, this was listen. This we talked about last in the last episode that that was a that episode five. Uh, Ebony and Ivory, despite the fact that you had a. Ba- you had a, the death of Teddy's father at the hands of uh, at the hands of Franklin. That was not a major death. You know that character had been on had been maybe two or three episodes in, in the entire five, six year run. That episode was a bridge episode to something major happening. Happening, and that was going to be this. This was six seasons in the making. Jerome's death was was inevitable. It was going to happen, and it was going to happen at the hands of. Louis, Louis was going to be the reason. Since season one, Louis was going to be the reason why Jerome did not make it out the game. Like that, it was just like I, you know, I was thinking about uh, what was a a, a, kind of like a comparison to this. And uh, I remember a couple years ago, myself and Rob Sapp did a rewatch on the Wire, and we really went into the the Avon uh, Stringer, how that came apart. And uh, especially with the episode Middle Ground, they they they, they of course betraying each other, and basically Bob set Booker down, you know, saying it was kind of like a Shakespearean tragedy, and they were bound that Avon and Stringer were just going to they were headed in different directions, and they were bound. That was almost it. Was just going to happen, like there was just nothing that was that was, was going to stop that from from them from breaking up, and you know, trying to betray each other. Same here with Louis and, and Jerome, like Jerome. Louis and we really found this out we you know we found out really a lot things that we probably knew about Louis, but really she flushed it out during the scene that we'll talk about later on, but she was going to be the death of Jerome. like that 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 was his audience to it um Jerome was a character that uh just was not he just wanted out and even in that shootout, if you notice you know, maybe he could he could have waited for, for Franklin and Scully. They maybe they, maybe they, there was a way another way that that could have transpired, that could have happened. But he is almost like he wanted. He was ready to die. Like it was almost like, hey, we're gonna do this. We, I mean, if we have a shootout, you know, chances are there's gonna be a pretty good chance that that I get hit. Like I, I think Jerome was just ready to die, and I think Jerome did not want to carry on. Like he made over the course of this of this season over the course of the episode, he wanted out. And, you know, he, and, and you kind of, you know despite the fact that he became a, you know, a drug dealer and what have you, and did some bad things, um, you know, killed uh, mother of a child, Black Diamond uh, in the episode one, you kind of empathize with the character, with Jerome. Jerome, because Jerome never it, at his heart was a killer that you know, Jerome was a guy who wanted to sell dime bags and wanted to just move a little weight, keep it quiet, have his little have his, you know, his little house you know, so to speak, and, and just keep it moving. But when you look back at the side you, you, you look when you look at the two there are two major reasons why Jerome is not here because long uh, it died and the you know, character got killed off. One, Louis, two Franklin. He got squeezed between those two sides, and as the show has gone along, as the seasons have gone along, we find that we found out that Franklin and Louis are two are basically kindred spirits in that sense. Like they, they're basically this. They, they are one and the same. That's part of the reason why that, that was part of the reason why they had you know they complement each other in terms of building the empire. That's part of the reason. That's one of the reasons why they they um broke apart. And couldn't, like, they, you know, they both wanted, they are, you know, two sides of the same coin. And Jerome, in essence, got squeezed between those two. You're talking about his wife, his, his, his love of his life, and his nephew. There was nowhere to run. Jerome never had a chance. Once he introduced Franklin to those dime bags and Louie got her hooks into uh, Franklin, that was it. That was it for Jerome. Like, that was it. Like, the, Jerome was, There was no. there was no way out. For Jerome, there was no way out. He wanted out, but there was just simply no way out. And this, again, this app, this, this, this his, the, the double Jerome had to happen on this show. It had to happen. They had to do, the, do it this way. Now, remember, keep this in mind. I got a little nervous because I remember, I told you earlier in, in the earlier podcast that I did not want to see this whole kumbaya shit. I didn't want to see a situation where. You Know the band got back, the family got back together. Something happened to where they all get back together, and then you know they make up and say, Go after Teddy and what have you. It, I thought they were, I thought we might be headed in that direction. When Franklin, as he's pulling off, um, after he told Louis, Hey, pray for a quick death, give up Buckley. He, you know he had you know conscious you know uh, another wire line from uh bunk Bunk Moreland, conscious due cost or oh, no, maybe no, no uh but said that to Omar you know conscious you know conscious due cost and Franklin's conscience got the best of him he decided to um uh, decide to and uh, to have Louis rescued he did it and he didn't do it for louis he did it for Jerome. like that that was that, that was that was that was him paying. His respect to Jerome. That was not about feeling sorry for Louis because she was about to get you know, you know, gang raped by some Neanderthals that just got out of prison. No, that would that that was he did that for Jerome. So, um, I kind of got nervous because I'm like, okay, so we know that they're gonna rescue Louis. That's gonna happen. They're not killing her character off. Probably kill Kane. Where does that where does that leave everybody moving forward? If you have, are, are we gonna see it? We gonna see a situation where you have Franklin, Jerome, and Louis going after Teddy and and what have you, and find like I couldn't that that would not work for me per se. That just would like I you've been trying to kill each other for the better part of five episodes. Now all of a sudden, like no, I'm going. It had to happen this way. So now you have a situation where. Jerome dies. Louis, you know Louis, of course, and it's insane that she's thinking this way. blames Franklin, when, when all, when most of this is, is Louis's fault as far as how, you know, if if it Jerome Jerome is the the one reason why Jerome is dead is because of Louis. Like there's all this Louis's decision making, her going over Franklin's head with the plug, her making a move on, um, making a move to have Kane killed. Like she made those moves. Those are two moves. I mean, those moves, like. Those moves were just moves that you just can't make. <laughs> like, those are the two, you know, enormous mistakes that Louie made, and Jerome paid the price for it. Um, Jerome, uh, the character, the, the actor who played Jerome, by the way, I'm in Joseph, and I'm I'm going, you know, dip into my NBA bag as far as the MVP discourse uh, from the standpoint of, uh, you know, everybody wants to give out the MVP before it's over with, before the season's over with. Well, right now, I mean, the MVP of this show throughout the first first six episodes would be Jerome, uh, the character uh, I'm Joseph Jerome Saints character. Like he, that that guy has been spectacular over the course of six episodes. He was he was great. He was great in episode six. But like he that he is going to another level as an actor with that character. Like we, I mean, I, I always liked the, the the Jerome character. Thought he was you know cool dude, you know uncle, you know. Cared about Franklin, cared about his family. You know, just had, you know, had some comedy with some of the stuff that he would say, messing with Leon. I always liked the character; it was a well-written character. The actor who played it, who played it, you know, was you know was fine with his performance. But that actor, mean Joseph, mean Joseph has, t- has taken his game to another level in this season. Like he's been, he has been spectacular this season. Like I, I, I mean, going to places where I didn't think that that particular actor could go. Um, and definitely, definitely, got his flowers on the internet, on Twitter, what have you, when they were people, when people were talking about uh, this past episode. So this was inevitable that this had to happen this way. That Louis, that, that Jerome got squeezed between Louis and Franklin, two people who just have this insatiable drive for power, money, self worth. Two people who, do, who in essence, are addicted to the game. So, and take everything personally, especially, LA, especially Louis takes everything personally, and we'll will flush out that when we um go over uh, best scenes. So, this one, this like this is a tough, you know you still have four episodes left. I didn't think that there was any chance that Jerome was going to make it through the season. We knew. Uh, there was speculation when the trailer came out, when people saw the funeral, that it was Jerome. People even said he was either going to be Jerome or Leon. Um, I when I saw, you know, when you see, you know, when you see uh, Louis with the black hat, I I immediately thought Jerome. And even before that, I I didn't think Jerome was going to make it through this season at the, like at the hands because of Louis. But again, this is the, again I'll step on my thoughts and uh, my predictions and thoughts. This is going to be the first of many major... This is the first major character death of, of the series. Like, the first one. This is the first major... Franklin's dad was not a major character. We just don't even know if Franklin's dad is dead, really. He never saw a body or what have you. He could still be... He could be hiding out somewhere, but I, I doubt it. So, so, out of the major characters, this is the first major one. Uh, and again, it, this would be the first of many. I don't think... Uh, I I would be I don't outside of Sissy I don't think any of them probably will survive. To be honest with you, I can see well, uh, to, to be perfectly honest with you. So definitely a hats off to the actor that played Jerome Saint. Uh, and his death will you know you're gonna feel his his death will be felt for the remainder of the series because now uh Louis clearly blames Franklin. Franklin still has his own issues, you know. will with the Teddy situation, Teddy being coming after him now, um, and Louis, you know, Louis of course will be. I would assume will still be coming after Franklin. So Jerome gets, you know, they killed Jerome off uh, again, similar to I think Avon, Parksdale, and Stringer Bell. That this was something that, that was just was was bound to happen, that was going to happen, that just could not be. Um, cannot be avoided. And I think you know what you're gonna see. What you see with this is you're gonna see that the price that has to be paid for. <laughs> excuse me, the price that Franklin and Louis are gonna have to pay. Like they're gonna be uh, those two, those two major characters, because. Franklin and Louie are the the driving force forces of this series, and that's when you think about it. Like they, Franklin, you know, becomes a kingpin. Louis basically was like a queenpin. pin, uh, and she was, you know, she pushed Franklin, pushed Franklin into this. She gave Frank, like she gave Franklin, in terms of the curiosity, in terms of really believing in Franklin. Basically, telling Franklin, "Hey, yeah, you could be more than just a regular drug dealer. You could be." This that the third. She. This, so those those are the two driving forces of this series, and those two, in essence, have to pay the most when it comes to deaths or sacrifices of of, of people around them getting hurt. So this will be the first of many uh, in terms of collateral damage around those two particular characters. Best scenes. Um. Really, there were two. Jerome Louis scenes. We'll kind of combine those together. Uh. Jerome comes home drunk. We remember coming up from uh last episode where he was drinking the uh the ground royal and went to the car shop and uh he's drunk out of his mind, barely could walk, crashes into I think a flower plant. But, you know, what they say, you know, a drunk a drunk person speaks sober thoughts. He basically flat out tells Louie, this is it. I'm out. I'm on Jamaica. I'm not trying to kill my family, I'm not trying to be, you know, dodging bullets. I'm done with this. And this is, and you can do what you want. I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I'm not, can't do it no more. And and that's where he echoes the lines, spits out the line: the money ain't worth it. Like the money ain't worth this shit. It's not. So even and and then you know they have a scene that uh, when he sobers up the morning after, when they're both somewhat clear headed, if you want to call it that. Louis basically breaks down why she is doing what. Louie gives you another layer of herself in terms of saying, "Look, despite the fact that I've, I've kind of been the brains behind all of this, people see you. I don't get the respect. Uh, I've never got got the respect that I've deserved. Not by you. Not by I mean not by people. You know who people look at me." You know lick their lips or they completely dismiss me as a woman especially she as a black woman she didn't say those words as a black woman but we we, we can read into the subtext in terms of what the what message the show is trying to send in terms of how and this is the great thing about, about this show about in terms of how black women are treated um even amongst their you know even amongst their own even amongst other black people and I you know I was reading been reading this book um, that's that's content. Kind of that's kind. That's telling the story of the Black Panthers, or the, the Black Panthers is a part of the story. It's kind of telling the rise of the Civil Rights Movement. With you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Malcolm X, and that that story um, at the midnight hour. Um, um, and basically, it's been telling the story about how women, how hard women even had it within the group, within the Black Panther group terms of sex misogyny and sexism and misogyny and what have you like even among even amongst that group women uh, black women had a hard moving up places to find their place within the, within the black panther party so this show is a reflection of that of that in a way when you think about how hard louis has had it in terms of being not being respected we saw you know Dion in the last episode basically you know, in essence, call her a bitch, like, right in front of her band and said, basically, and said, he said this, I'm not, I'm not even talking to you. So, this is, this is something that has been festering up for her for the, for the past six seasons. And she basically said, hey, self-worth, my self-worth is worth dying for. And so, like, so, you know, so, Louis, Louie, again, Louie's insecurity Louis' lack of self worth. Remember how rough Louis had it with all the things that happened with the. good If you remember Claudia from season one and two, and the the shit that she did to Louis, and Louis was you know she turned Louis. Louis basically was her little, you know, kind of like a. She was you know basically tricking for Claudia, and Louis. I mean, she was basically Claudia's girl toy, so Louis had it rough to say the least. Like, she, even even in that scene, Jerome said, look, you know, you've been fucked up for for a long time. I can't do any more for you. Like, I can't do it no more. Like, I can't. I thought I could change you. I I couldn't. So, I mean, he, I mean, mean, again, there were no lies told from that standpoint. Louie was who she was. She was going to end up being who she was going to be. And there was no saving her. Jerome, you know. He tried, he couldn't do anything to save her. And this is who she is. And, you know, it's interesting with Jerome and Louis how it's just, just, you know, it's kind of like two people who love each other, but but in essence are not good for each other. Like, (laughs) Jerome, you know, Jerome, Louis was just not good for Jerome in essence. Like, she's just not, not, they love each other to death, but she just wasn't good for him. Just wasn't at the end of the day. So, great scenes between those two actors. Those those two actors have just tremendous chemistry between them. Uh, Angela Angela Lewis and Ben Joseph, and they've had that for the better part of <laughs> the better part of, of now six seasons. Franklin and Gustavo. So, Gustavo is feeling the heat. Of course, um, he gets ripped by the DEA. They want answers. They're threatening to throw him in jail. So he's desperate. Franklin just coming off killing uh, Teddy's father. The block is hot for him. It has gotten hotter for him as well. So they meet up. Gustavo's only play at this point now is to completely betray uh, Teddy back. So Franklin, Franklin, of course, wants Teddy Franklin offers him the one million dollars. He can't do the ten million. He doesn't have that those those type of assets. But he can not give Teddy one million dollars for passports, fake IDs, and all that stuff for Teddy's family. Excuse me for Gustavo's family, but for uh, Gustavo's family, but Gustavo of course tells Franklin, "Like, look, look. If, if I'm gonna do this, betray Teddy, which you know I am. You might, you know, you know, you gotta make sure you you have to make sure that you, you kill him. Like, there can't be no." If he has a buzz about it, because he will know, you know, he's going to know that um, that I betrayed him. And you know, these, you know, out of out of all the characters at this point, these two that are left, he, either one of these guys has very has has very few friends at this point. Franklin has, I, know, I mean, Franklin, I, we can say Franklin now basically has, you know, maybe Franklin has his mom, Brandi, and Leon. Gustavo just has basically just has Franklin, and the only reason Franklin is fucking with Gustavo is not out of loyalty; it's out of because he, he can get get uh, Teddy back because he can he's using him to get to uh, Teddy McDonald. That's all there is to it. So Gustavo has basically next to nobody. So Gustavo had to make this move; he has to betray Teddy, and this is the only play for Gustavo. So they talk about, you know. You know, they talk about you know moving forward you know what what' that's going to look like in terms of setting up uh setting up Teddy um uh, so we'll see how it plays out like I said I don't think Gustavo makes it out I just don't I just think that he I I don't think he makes it out I can't I cannot see uh in, uh, uh, uh just him riding off of the sunset with 10 million with 10 million dollars that uh, that's just not gonna happen Teddy and Ruben, so they finally meet uh, Teddy pulls up to Ruben's apartment. Um, Ruben, of course, has you know brings a gun to the door. Teddy, this was a, uh, the actor that plays Carter Hudson was 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 fat was just was great in the scene. He was great. Uh, Carter Hudson was good in the scene. Um, because it was, was kind of like he gave you some. Hey, I feel empathy for you. I like I. We are kinda of kindred spirits when you came into you know, the first time when you know, he's, he's telling Ruben like, I know I know how you feel being alone in this world, the type of work that you're doing with the KGB, the type of work that I'm doing with the CIA, you know, but then that, that merely switches to hey, if I see you again, I'm gonna kill you. So it gives it gives Reuben an out. Gives him an out to stop coming after the, his organization. To kind of, he says, if I see, you know, if I see you again, it's, you know, I'm going, you know, I can, I can get to you. And I could have killed you, basically said, I could have killed you tonight. Um, again, he threatens to expose Ruben, threatens to kill Ruben. Uh, I I think, and this, I mean, this was a move that, uh, you know, we saw this coming with, with Teddy and Ruben. Ruben has no outs. Like, Ruben can't go back to his people and say, he threatened to kill me, so now we need to pull out and uh, not go through this. He has to go through it. He has no choice. So, I see a situation where probably Teddy's probably going to end up killing Ruben. I don't think Ruben's getting to him. I think Teddy is probably going to end up getting, killing Ruben. And you're going to have that. Um, that in, in, in that storyline will be going. But, uh, Carl Hansen was, was, was spectacular in this scene. Uh, understated. Um he again he right now is and Franklin was you know, Frank there's a scene where Franklin says, you know, I basically basically have him right where I want him. He's rattled. And he is rattled. That like he like, there's no question that Teddy Mack that the defense founder shook him. Uh but regardless of what he says in terms of them not getting along and what have you, he still feels guilty for the fact that, you know. Remember, his father didn't tell him about the funeral of his own, of his only brother. We know, we know, we know, indirectly that Teddy was responsible for for his death. With you know, for like coming, you know, being his plane, flying planes for him, getting involved, getting him involved in stuff that he had no business getting involved with, and you know, him having, of course, having a the heart the heart attack and the heart trouble that led to his eventual death uh, a couple seasons ago. So, um. Again, I think Teddy probably will get will kill Ruben. Ruben has no other outs. He can't go back to the KGP and all of a sudden say, "Hey, I, you know, this he gave me this ultimatum. Maybe we should kind of back off." Like, no, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, those are three. You had those three scenes. Of course, you know, you had again the shootout with Kane, uh, the rescue, Scully, Franklin. Uh, you had that going on. rescue rescuing Louie. Um, you also had, you know, Gustavo. I don't. I, I frankly don't care about the 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 one thing that has bothered me about the season. I don't care about Parissa, and uh, I don't care about Parissa and Teddy that relationship. I, I just don't. Like I, I I have that. Those scenes could I could do without those scenes to be perfectly honest with you. Every the episode was Percy the pimp. Percy the pimp. Kane so Kane has Louie tied up um, they kidnapped her from the stable uh, killed her bodyguards they have her tied up they try to give her to give give up Buckley because all Kane wanted Kane wanted Louie and Buckley Buckley is of course the cop that shot Kane and Louie of course uh, you know hired Buckley to uh, hired Buckley to do so so they come in you know they have they basically torture Louie Beat her up, brand her. Uh, I know a lot of people. Have people, so there were some people on the internet that had a problem with that. Um, they had a problem with this, the, the treatment of Louis uh, during that scene. Thought people thought that you know they might have went too far with it. I, uh, you know, listen, Kane is Kane. is Kane. Like we, you know, how th- just ridiculously demented that character is, and how just how he moves. I mean, he is a psychopath. It, 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 that's all his story. He's just absolutely out of his mind. Um, and well played by Devon Nixon, uh the son of Dor Dixon But Kane says, Hey, you don't want to talk? You know, we just don't have a little party. He called he he basically called some of his friends that just got out of jail, including a pimp called Percy. This guy, whoever I don't know who this actor was, but he he had he had the pimp down cold. I mean, it, it, you 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 have seen very few pips on screen that play that played the role of a pip as well as this dude played. And he only had, he had about what two scenes, and he destroyed both of those scenes. Well, how many scenes? Well, one scene. We really had one major, yeah, one scene with with uh, Louie. Um, uh, he destroyed it. He, I mean, he destroyed. I was looking for an MVP, and I could have went to, you know, went, you know Jerome could have went. I could have went Louie. Angel Lewis was, was fabulous in this, uh, was tremendous in this episode. But this guy stood out. Whoever's name, I forget the actor's name, I hadn't seen him before, but Percy the Pimp. Percy was his name, and he he destroyed his role, destroyed this cat role uh, for the short time that he had, uh, having basically only one scene. So he's the MVP of the episode, uh, in, in my opinion. Thoughts and predictions? Again, I think this is the first, it's going to be the first of many, major character deaths. I don't think Gustavo surviving. I don't think we know that Louis is not surviving. I don't think Franklin surviving. I don't think Franklin going to jail, being left uh, and riding off to a sunset. Those are things that are not happening. I think that you're going to see at least four to five more major character deaths. Uh, again, I don't think Leon surviving. So Leon, Gustavo, Franklin, and Louis, I don't think any of those characters are surviving. Like, now, you might have like a sissy You'll have somebody, um, Wanda. I think Wanda survives. I think Sissy survives. Um, but Teddy, of course, I yeah, Teddy. I don't think Teddy survives. I think the majority of these characters. This is going to be the majority of these characters are going to uh, are going to go. Like I, I think that. I think you know the the Jerome death will be will set off a a number of character deaths, of major character deaths, over the course of the next over the course of the final uh, four episodes. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of The Real Deal Podcast. I will have this podcast up as soon as possible. Uh, And I will see you next time on the next edition of The Real Deal Podcast. Have a great, great weekend. See you next time.